Hey, just quickly before we get started, we have a website called constructionsecrets.io. It's our website where we've got free training, free videos, free everything that you need to become a contractually savvy construction company. So basically sign better contracts with lower risk and um, that you've got more of a chance of making more profit on your, on your projects um, and ultimately stay in business over the long term. So go to constructionsecrets.io, consume all of that stuff and be a better construction company. And now let's get on the show. Hi everyone, Tecla here. I'm Client Success Manager at Quantum. Uh, this is an interview of Kian from the Connecting Industry podcast. Uh, in this episode, he's talking about what the biggest construction companies do and how they think when they're doing the business and what are the vices and virtuous cycles and how it all works. So we create these videos on our socials to help you sign a lower risk contracts, have a stronger cash flow, get paid on time for work that you have done, eliminate disputes and much more. And we hope that it's helpful. You went on, you started Quantum Contract Solutions. Tell me about the business. You... Okay, so so what we do is um, we're a contracts administration solution for um, smart construction companies. And so if you were to look at um, the biggest and best construction companies in the world, they have teams of contracts people for a reason. Hmm. Um, and they understand that the returns are in the terms. This is where the money is made. You can be a great builder, you can do a great job and still not make a profit and still lose money because you haven't been on top of your contracts. That's, that, that is factual. Okay, and I have, I have examples uh, that I can give you um, of that for sure. And so um, what we do is we specifically help construction subcontractors to navigate the insides of these companies to position themselves that they can have, they'll sign a lower risk contracts that sets them up for success. They will have better cash flow by getting variations, change orders, EOTs approved, get, getting paid. And the thing about disputes is if you are in a dispute, it's, it, it's not game over, but it's a race to see who loses the least amount of money. You're already in a neg. You're you're in a negative. The, the example I can give you about that is: imagine, Kieran, you're 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 at a traffic light, and someone rear-ends you. Okay, they get out of the car. Right, this is the best. This is the best case scenario in a dispute. They get out of the car. They come up to you and go, "Hi, Kieran. Totally my fault. I'm really sorry." And you go, "Okay, all right." Let's just exchange details, totally my fault, okay? So they've admitted it's their fault, right? This is the best case scenario in the dispute. However, your car is still being banged up. You're not gonna be able to sell it for as much money because you gotta say, hey, I've crashed a car. It needs to be fixed, it mightn't be fixed perfectly. Once something is banged, like I know, for example, someone rear-ended us and our boot doesn't open automatically anymore, right? It's fixed, it's whatever, but like because they they fixed the panel the boot doesn't open any uh, anymore right so you've had to pay to get yourself around as the the car is being fixed all of these little things are costs so regardless of them taking full responsibility getting your car fixed everything done you're still at a loss that's what the dispute is so the thing about disputes is and your relationship is tarnished right with them so the thing about disputes is you got to go before the dispute you got to get the advice before it happens and avoid the dispute that's that's the key. So that's essentially how we help construction companies, and um, our, our you know you know I, I guess our pitch is we, you, you'll never pay for us, right? Mm -hmm. Essentially, right? You you like if we're doing a good job, you just won't pay for us. Um, we'll save you more money. Um, we'll reduce your risk, and over the long term, um, you know you're going to be in business a, a, a lot a lot longer and be more profitable. 
I'm interested to hear what your experience with the climate right now. And um, of course we had COVID, um, a lot of supply chain issues. So earlier you were talking about, and you know, I know if some companies had this, they would have quoted on uh, price and so forth. And over a period of six months or that year, they managed to uh, win the tender for the project. And of course, everything went up and is still going up in some cases for one, the supply chain issues of being able to get the product on time. So blows out the contract and the timing and so forth, and also blows out the cost. How are you assisting companies with that? Or what have you seen uh, happen to some companies in that regard? Yeah, so the companies that we, we that are on our books, they, they should be okay because we'll have negotiated an escalation clause into the contract. We'll have managed the delays appropriately. Um, so the, generally that's okay. There's a lot of companies coming to us in that problem now. And that is, that is difficult because they've signed up to a lump sum contract or a fixed price contract, um, then they haven't been able to deliver, essentially. Hey, so we'll get back to the pod in two seconds. And so if you're getting some value from this or you're enjoying it and you think there's other people in the construction industry that would also, please just use your thumb, share it with them on WhatsApp or whatever uh, way that you share these type of things, Facebook, whatever it happens to be. Um, it makes a huge difference to the podcast. It allows us to grow and impact more people. And we would really, really appreciate it. Thanks. And so it is... Uh, and, and candidly, contractually, they are in the SH1T, right? Yeah. That that is that is true, and their leverage is low. But that is not that is not the end of the story, right? You there's still strategies where you can go to them, right? Because the client, even though you're contractually in the wrong, the client still need they need to deliver. Mm. Okay, and so ultimately, while they want to save money, they they want the job done more. And so if you can have a discussion about how how can we get the job done for you and for us to at least break even, when you have a discussion around that, then then you can start having real discussions. And ultimately, that's kind of what you have to do. If you get into a dispute, you're not going to be in a good position because you're contractually not, not in a good position. Um, but if you can have open conversations to say, okay, look, we both know that the market's crazy. Um, we haven't been able to get equipment. It's 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 a different environment, um, and if we can't, we can't. We're we're making a loss, and if we can't complete the project, you're going to go and have to hire someone else in. And guess what? Their prices are going to be substantially higher because they're going to take into account the increase in prices and put their margin on top, right? So as a company, you're ultimately going to have to pay more anyway. So. If you can give us a, a, a little bit of extra money, we're on the job here. We want to do, do the work, right? If you can give us a bit of extra money so we can handle just that increase in price, just so we can break even, then we're going to be able to deliver the project for you, and uh, etc. So if you can have a conversation like that, it is a bit like cat in, um, uh, cap in hand, but it, you're talking sense. And they're like, okay, well... And so internally they say, hey, these guys are, you know, borderline going out of business or not going to make money. It's it's going to mean that we're not going to be able to deliver the project. And so what do we do? Okay. And then, so imagine that conversation back to contracts committee. So he's gone to contracts committee and he's now saying this argument to them. And they're like, okay, well, we need this work done. So let's do it. So you're preparing him for going to the contracts committee internally so he can have a great conversation. So you're, that's, that's what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And um, okay then, so a lot of a lot of the uh, 
a lot of companies get in, uh, so your tier ones, they put out the tender and so forth for a number of uh, uh, work that needs to be done on, on the project. And so a number of companies, um, they do put their tenders in. What's your experience with a lot of some of these companies? A lot of people want to provide a service. They want to provide a quality service. They want to make sure that what they're building and so forth is good. It's they've, they've done what they said they're going to do and everything. But we seem to have also a lot of experience with companies that they undercut each other in relation to the tenders and so forth to get that job. Mm -hmm. So just in the question of really the, the, the tier ones with what they're looking for, some are looking for, of course, you know, oh, it's cheaper, let's get it. And government have an issue with that one as well. Mm -hmm. What sort of advice can you sort of give there in relation to that? Because, you know, I know some people that don't even bother in the end because they know where it's going to go. Mm -hmm. um, and they don't even bother wasting time because, you know, it takes a lot of work to be able to do a tender and so forth. Um, mm -hmm. And it takes a lot of hours and some are small companies as well. Uh, but to the point of what would your advice be to look out for with companies that are just, you know, the ones, the companies that are looking for quality more and quality project work. And then, of course, the companies that just want to, well, can you get the job done for the good price? Okay, yeah. So the... the there's a game happening and you you got to play the game and this is where the contracts come in right so i'll tell you the the biggest and best companies in the world right so if we're talking i mean let's just talk about a john holland a cpb a turner in the states um in ireland like a, a, a cisc if they still exist i'm not sure right but these big big tier one companies what they have teams of contracts people, as I say, for a reason, because they know that that's where the money is. And so their strategy, and I'm sure you've heard of this, is they'll win a bid at a loss, but they know that they can make up the variations in the post-award phase. Okay, so I don't. there's no reason that other companies can't play that game too. Hey, Construction Legends, I hope you enjoyed that. If you want more of the same, please click here to have another cool video. And we've also got a full contract negotiation training course. It's six weeks, everything you need to do to negotiate your own contract. It's a playlist, click on it, go through all the training, and it'll make you way, way better and, and allow you to sign way less riskier contracts and set yourselves up for success. Okay, so choose one of them and go, for, go forth and conquer.